if you ask me like oh what's your five-year plan oh what's your 10-year plan i'll be like i don't know and i think the reasoning for that has always been i don't want to set unrealistic expectations for myself that i can't meet but rather than you know being stressed out by these goals or these like markers that i want to hit i think i'm trying to take on more of a mindset of hey good job trying good job like you are a hard-working resilient person right cookies it is hannah your host and we are back for yet another episode of Prugogi pod as you can see this is another uh solo episode so tune in uh we're gonna be talking a little bit about just some mid-year reflections uh but before that let's get into our segment things i've been hyper fixated on i had a little bit of a freak out a few months ago because i my hair was like tied up or whatever and i started to notice that i have like a lot of baby hairs on the like bottom part of my neck like the nape of my neck and i couldn't tell if that was like growth or if that was breakage and so i was you know i've always had like kind of thin hair um like compared to my sister like she has literally three times the hair as i do And so I've just like always been a little bit concerned. And so um, I actually got this recommendation from TikTok and I think it's helped a lot, like a lot. Um, And so it is the Shu Amura Art of Hair Izumi Tonic. Um, So it's a strengthening, strengthening, energizing water. Um, it's made with rice water. They have like an entire line dedicated to their products made with rice water. But I just like after I hop out of the shower, my hair is wet, right? Like I towel dry a little bit and then I spray it all over and I always dry my hair. Like one thing about me and I don't, I don't know like where this started, but you will rarely like maybe two percent of the time see me with wet hair in public just because like i think i've learned how bad it is for you to have wet hair i'll spend i'll spend 15 minutes to dry my hair um and so that has actually helped a lot i do think that my texture is like maybe i don't want to say frizzier maybe she's like a little curly curly whirly wavy like it's helped me retain the hair that I have, right? Because, like, that's one thing that I've heard about hair loss is that, like, rather than focusing on, like, growing new hair, which I don't know if that, like, actually happens, you should focus on, like, keeping the hair that you have. Um, and so, yeah, the Shuomura tonic has been really, really good, really helpful. She's a little pricey, but that's just one thing that, like, I think, like, I was getting stressed out about and you know how like when you start stressing out over something and then it like makes that thing worse like oh i'm breaking out and then you're freaking out that you're breaking out and then you break out more and so um you know just to like kind of get rid of the it being on my mind all the time i was like let's do something about it so uh highly recommend that oh also let's do a little fit check i'm wearing my brother brother tee um so if you guys don't know what brother brother is they are a small shop based out of west adams in los angeles and so yeah they have like specially curated 
designer items so they carry like engineered garments solomons all the good stuff um as well as their like in-house stuff so got this tea i think like maybe like two or three summers ago um and if you guys have seen like they have an iconic like five panel hat and so um whenever i see someone in it i'm like you know what's up you know what's up so yeah check out brother brother and then next on the list also a hair care item as you guys can tell i've been really focused on my hair um and so this was also recommended on tiktok and it's the gem lights conditioner with bond fix in the color ruby red um and so basically what it is is a conditioner with semi-permanent hair dye um just because like i dyed my hair before i went to korea like months ago Oh, it was, it was right around Coachella time. So like in April and my hair dye just like kind of came out quickly. And so, right. I was like, I'm not trying to spend that money. Um, going back to the hair salon. And I was like, let me just try this. Like, just see what it's about. Dude, literally more people are commenting like, oh, did you dye your hair now than when I actually dyed it? Like this it's semi-permanent hair dye it's plant-based it's clean beauty um and so this was way cheaper than going to the hair salon and i don't think that it's impacted oh, maybe it has impacted the texture of my hair and my hair health because she do be a little frizzy feeling a little dead but maybe i just need to like incorporate a mask or something um and so highly recommend that and then third and final recommendation or third and final thing I've been hyper fixated on lately is the Huberman Lab. If you guys don't already know, Huberman Lab is like probably one of my favorite podcasts. It is like two hours long. Like every single episode is pretty lengthy, but it's hosted by Andrew Huberman, who is a professor at Stanford in neurobiology as well as ophthalmology. And so, and he's like this like huge dude. Like you would expect him to be, you know, a little scrawny, like a little professory, but no, he like, he does martial arts and is really into like health and fitness. I was watching a clip and apparently he does neck exercises, like will literally go to the gym, put a weight on his head and like, and like lift the weight with his neck because that's a, that's how important it is to have neck strength but okay tangent anyways um he recently released an episode and it is called how to enhance performance and learning by applying a growth mindset and i feel like a revived human being and then i just like went down like i listened to so many of his episodes this week shout out diane for the recommendation i've literally been like non-stop recommending it to the people around me as well like told my mom about it i told my dad i told my sister and my dad was like wow this is like revolutionary um and so yeah i would highly recommend his podcast i like respect him so much as a human being um and also as an educator right his mission is to provide like free access to science-based uh tools and so i just like i love him um and so i highly recommend that i think dude i saw on tiktok um there was a video and someone was like oh i'm just like um uh, my huberman husband right and i was like oh that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for a huberman husband like i want 
to go outside for 20 minutes right in the morning and stare at the sun like I want to take an ice bath whenever I you know I'm feeling like anxious or I need a boost of like energy um I have been waiting 60 to 90 minutes to drink my coffee in the morning like I am like fully on this health kick health grind I've even been like taking walks or like trying to like walk around after I eat and more than anything like I just like feel better about myself um I don't I haven't been doing any of these things like long enough to see an actual difference but knowing that like all of this advice came directly from him and the professors and professionals that he has on his podcast like just makes it a very um like trusting experience and so yeah I highly recommend that but yeah you know how we were just talking about growth mindset and just mindsets in general um I think today something that's been on my mind has just been like doing a check-in with you guys um so I have my little notebook here it is moleskin and it's funny because I like started this notebook um like end of last year and like the first words I wrote were like damn kind of scary to be starting an unlined notebook like literally unlined who am I and I think like I took that as like a metaphor um for like how I want to view this year right because I think that One thing um, I have kind of beat myself up for in the past is not being a planner. Um, And so, right, I'm not the type, if you ask me like, oh, what's your five-year plan? Oh, what's your 10-year plan? I'll be like, I don't know. And I think the reasoning for that has always been that I don't want to set unrealistic expectations for myself that I can't meet but in listening to this most recent episode of Huberman one thing that I have been like working on is rather than you know being stressed out by these goals or these like markers that I want to hit I think I'm trying to take on more of a mindset of hey good job trying good job like you are a hard-working resilient person right because um for so long I think that you know, throughout my childhood, and don't get me wrong, I in in this I do not in the slightest blame my parents for this. Like my parents raised me to the best of their ability with the sources and the tools that they had available to them at that time. And so I'm not blaming my parents. That is not it. But I think that growing up, I was raised being told that I'm smart and I'm intelligent. And Basically, what happens is that when pe- when children are praised like that, um, anything that goes against that ideology. So, like, if I did bad on a test, I would um, equate that to not being smart. So, it was just as detrimental. It, det- it was more detrimental than if you were to uh, praise a child based on their effort. And so, one of the ways that I have been talking to myself has been in a more effort-based voice and so like for example right I have been getting kind of bored with the gym um don't know what it is I think I've just been going for too long and I haven't changed up my routine and like 
I am just bored. I like love novelty, right? And so um, I've been kind of like laying off. I've been going on more walks, but walking in this summertime heat has been so hard. Like, I don't think you guys understand. I literally changed my cover screen, my lock screen on my phone to this image. What does that say? It says, I am not heat wave psychosis. Um, and so, yeah, basically, like, these walks, like, I've just been getting pissed off because it's so hot. And so, right, of course, after, like, the first day walking in the sun for, like, 10 minutes, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. But I've been actually trying to, like, follow through on the things that I say I, like, want to do and I want to incorporate into my life, like, the new habits that I want to build. And so, literally, whenever I go on a walk, I'm like, good job, Hannah. I'm like look at you like making the effort like even if let's say the goal is like a 20 minute walk if I make it to 15 minutes I'm like you did way more than zero like this was better than staying at home in the AC was it yes um but actually though like I think taking on this new mindset of let's reward the effort and the hard work and the resilience rather than um equating it to anything else has been life-changing and going back to my unlined notebook what a great metaphor for life in that actually in high school so i used to have this like crazy um calculus teacher or was it pre-calc i don't even remember anymore um like I never understood him. He was, like, Korean and super strict. Like, one of the most stoic, like, classic, typical Korean men you would ever meet. Like, just very, like, emotionless um, in a strange way. And one thing he would always say is, like, the unknown unknown. And so, what he meant by that is, like, you don't even know what you don't know, which is, like, the most potentially, quote, dangerous part of things um and I think like years after I took that class like literally like maybe like four or five years I realized what he meant and that is that there's so much out there that we are going to experience and have to deal with that we don't see coming you know for a lot of people including me I think that causes like a lot of anxiety and potential like fear right of just like I can't believe we don't have like control over our lives but I think one thing that I'm kind of like proud about is that I have learned to embrace the unknown and like embrace the uncertainty of things right because maybe this is me making an excuse for not making five-year plans but right? Like, even if I do make a five-year plan, it's probably not going to go exactly the way I envisioned it, right? And so, I think some of the traits that are, like, most important to me are, like, adaptability, right? And it's almost like the, it's not that serious trait. When life doesn't go the way we plan, when careers don't work out like we foresee them to, or um, relationships don't last, um, when we thought we were gonna marry this person I think like all of those it's not life like attacking you it's just that's how life went and you know being in the positions that we are in it's our job to just 
do our best in both acknowledging our feelings and doing the work to heal from those experiences and move on, right? And so I think there's potentially a lot of friction, right? When things don't go the way that we plan. Of course, like you are entitled to feel stressed out about it, like feel your feelings. I'm a huge advocate for that just because I believe like I have personally don't done so much suppressing in my life that it always ends up manifesting in other ways. And so now I'm at a point where if I'm angry, I'm like, I'm gonna be angry, right? And like, it's about like finding those healthy outlets, but then also making sure to not dwell in things, right? Like, of course, there is a fine balance in like letting yourself feel those emotions, but also like, let's make sure you're not victimizing yourself. Like, let's make sure you're not like, in a woe is me attitude for too long right like you deserve it for however long you think is acceptable but i think there comes a point where the only so the only person that can pull you out of you know hard experiences and whatnot is yourself right like i think it really is about like willingness but also acknowledging your feelings so that is like a really big balance um but yeah i think I used to be like ultra upset, like ultra stressed out when let's say I had like a conflict I had to deal with, right? Like ultra just worked up. Like people were like some of my friends, like they're my friends, right? They're my close friends so they can say this, but they would just be like, oh, like your life is very dramatic or like you make your life very dramatic and that wasn't in an invalidating way because I didn't take it in an invalidating way but it was like oh yeah everything that happens in my life is like a little bit like blown up right I like a little bit of drama admittedly um but I think after like so many years of that like so many years of me not having emotional boundaries and like taking on like for example, like, my sister's problems as my own, like, it gets, it can be a little exhausting, and so in learning how to have boundaries, um, in learning how to, like, accept the unknown, I think life has felt, like, at ease, right, like, that's one thing, um, I think I'm, like, constantly striving for is, like, a life of ease, and that doesn't mean, like, I'm not putting myself in uncomfortable situations that doesn't mean like I am like running away from hard things by that I mean like the things that I do experience I try to make it like as frictionless as possible um and so I think that is like one major check-in that I'm I'm having for you know this half of the year um and then hmm, some of the other thoughts about uncertainty that I have been having I think right when we're younger we like look at our 20s and it's like by the time I'm 27 I'm gonna be married this is what my wedding is gonna look like I'm gonna date my boyfriend for so and so years we're gonna live in this place let's buy a house like I want this many kids I'm gonna have a dog named this like there are so many things that we like plan for ourselves, right? And then I think like slowly as we get older, um, specifically for me, like right at 
23 years old I was like oh we're going through a pandemic and it was like oh I'm not in a relationship anymore and then it was like oh all my friends are dating oh just kidding they thought they were gonna get married no they broke up and so I think like right in a strange way having other people like plan their lives a certain way and it not go the way that they planned is like just confirmation that like nobody knows what they're doing nobody knows what they're what's going on and everyone's just like rolling with the punches right like one thing that I think I always say is like our parents didn't know what they were doing they were just bullshitting till they got somewhere and so I think like you know seeing the people around me though I'm really trying not to wish them like harm like of course I don't want someone who thinks they're gonna get married to break up with that person but like in a strange way it's like oh even if you like want something really badly, even if you think this is like um, like how your life is supposed to go and turn out, like there's just like so many examples of life just doing what it wants of the universe and God and whatever you believe in just doing what it wants. And so um, it's almost like I like find solace in that now. Like I just, I think I've just like I'm really trying to embrace like the things that are meant for you will not pass you by and the things that are like they like if it's a person like they will cross your path um right like there's so many examples of people like talking to their partners like why weren't you like in my life before and like they find like a previous photo or something that they were in in the background like there are so many examples of that and so yeah I think there is like beauty and like acceptance I think there's like beauty and like the unknown and like also like a world of opportunities when things don't like go as planned right like I think like we are so comfortable in um like the things that we're used to and the things that we know and so as soon as you like let go of that like it's like such a like sigh of relief of just my life could be anything like I could like turn my life around tomorrow and like cool like if you feel stuck cool if you don't feel stuck and then like all this stuff happens like maybe you were stuck and you didn't know it you know and so yeah I think there's just like so much beauty and uncertainty and even when it doesn't feel beautiful when the uncertainty doesn't feel beautiful I'm a firm believer in like everything happens for a reason like you may not know it now but you'll probably know later right like in hindsight everything is 2020 because it's like all the hardest experiences that I've had to deal with like all the hard conversations and like tears and emotions that I've ever experienced in my life even like passings of loved ones like of course I don't wish all those things on anyone but I think like those are the experiences that like make you who you are are and so I say just embrace them um and so yeah I guess that's just kind of the the lesson of today is embrace uncertainty there's beauty in uncertainty um and yeah if you guys enjoyed this episode please go ahead and 
like, subscribe, comment on YouTube. I read all the YouTube comments. Um, shout out to my sister for always commenting. Love you so much. Um, and please go ahead and rate us five stars on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify as that really helps us out. And yeah, if you guys want to fo- follow our social media, please go ahead and do that as well but this has been another episode of Prugalgi Pod. I am Hannah and I hope you all have a beautiful week. Bye.